Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. I almost forgot which one was the play and which one was my brain just went somewhere else for a second and I almost hit the wrong button. Like I haven't What is wrong with me? Hey, you know what? It's the Pura Vida. Like you're just laid back now. Oh, Pura Vida. What ifs? Yeah. Episode 504. Woo! How do you feel now that we're like over the 500 hump? Fine. I feel like I feel like um I'm still like like uh you know, my mom says when there's a full moon that there's energy three days before and three days after. Oh. So I feel like I'm still feeling the energy and positive vibes of our <laughs> 500th episode. It feels like it extends as it did five episodes before and five episodes after. Does and your mom like learn this information from that Hogwarts school or what? Probably. Okay. I don't usually ask follow-up questions. <laughs> you don't ask for citations. Because okay. <laughs> most of the time she's right. So, <laughs> Well, and I like stuff that we can't prove. Or disprove. Yeah. 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 She's like, it is what it is. Yeah. Just accept it. Yes. Yes. So, well, here we are. It's good to be back. It's good to be back here on the show with you, Sarah. Oh. I keep getting uh, Brainiacs telling me to uh, watch a documentary, so I did. Yeah. Tell me. It's called Kid 90. Have you watched it? No. I assume not. You've been gallivanting. No, I did, haven't. Do you even get like Netflix and Hulu in Costa Rica or what? No, you don't get oh. Hulu. You do get Netflix. So my mom has that. Wonder why. And you know what's weird is like they give you you get a totally different internet experience. Yeah, I don't like, like when that. I try to shop for stuff in the United States, in Co- you can't. Like you can't change your location, or I couldn't figure out how right. to make it so that the results that I was getting were for ones that were in. But it makes sense. Obviously, they're not going to. But you know. It just felt, it was like, I don't yeah, but know. It, like when you're on the internet, you like to imagine that it's universal. Correct. And it is very much not. Right. Strange. Yeah. Well, this one is on Hulu, Kid 90, and it is um, featuring Soleil Moon Fry, a.k.a. Punky Brewster. Oh, yes. And not that I'm a Punky Brewster enthusiast or anything. I do enjoy Soleil Moon Fry. Uh, but the thing that makes this documentary so great is the same thing that makes any documentary great, which is incredible documentation over a long period of time, especially from a long time ago. Anytime you have that old footage and stuff, it really adds to it. And Mm -hmm. so she was obsessive about documenting her life from the time she was on Punky Brewster. And, you know, that was the eighties. So Cameras and stuff were not ubiquitous at that time, so people were sort of um, still unguarded around them. There wasn't a fear that this was going to be yeah. on the internet or something. Right. There didn't exist a platform for them to be leaked on or whatever. Right. And it just felt like your home movies, your private collection. And so she was just surrounded by pretty much every young person that was famous in the 80s and 90s. Wow. And so that's what made it cool is seeing all those other faces interacting with each other in their real lives, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio oh, or, you know, yes. that sort of age group of star. Oh, what's her name? Who's so badass and uh, Juliette Lewis. Right. Like that era. I feel like she was always hanging out there too. And they just all were like little LA kids that worked, yes. but like were trying to be normal. And, uh, she, but it's a fun watch because... Yes, it's nostalgia. Yes, it's fun to see what they were really like. But they also unpack a lot of crap from that time where a lot of young people in the media were doing 
terrible things, committing suicide, even like Jonathan Brandis and, and just how they missed the signs and just weren't in touch with like the mental health conversation that's more prevalent now. I, do, when did the rights of children, like child, the rules about children or child actors come into play? Like what kind of rules? Like the ones about how much time they have to spend on set and what kind of care they get and going to school and everything. Because was this like maybe right. early in that transition and like we were kind of figuring it out? I bet you that's a know. thing that's like always yeah. changing too. Uh-huh. And they're always adding new precautions and things. So it was probably still the Wild West to a certain extent. Yeah. Um, but they talked about that too, how they were in this adult business and were expected to perform like adults and have that responsibility, but that they were kids. Yeah. And you, do you remember when she was a teenager and was on the cover of People because she had gotten a breast reduction? You were probably too I young. Do, yeah, but I do remember like in the peripheral of my, like the, the yeah. you know, like that story or at least becoming aware that a breast reduction was a thing. I mean, can you believe that... She, can you even imagine what it was like to be a child star and then turn into not just a woman, but like a young woman with a huge chest? They all, they often have to get reductions. You know, the other one I think of is the girl who play what well, woman who plays Alex on Modern Family. She did the same thing. Oh, right. And they used, I watched those seasons and I watched them try so hard to cover up her chest. Right. Because just the presence of breasts sexualizes oh, you God. no how old you are. And like, like how sad is that too, that they do that in TV and even if like whether so, and okay, but also, you know, I, I'm sure everybody has their reasons for doing that. If she wants to do it, go get it. But that you're taking away, uh, I would imagine that there was pressure, but you're taking away like, um, a, it gets sexualized, over-sexualized and then somebody else who does have you know big boobs like that doesn't see that it says like it's a bad thing and like now they feel like they have to do that right well the male gaze is so strong for every young girl but imagine if you're also in the public eye famous child star oh i can't even imagine but she she talked about um losing her virginity to charlie sheen <gasps> right. Stuff oh like my that. gosh. And she was obsessed wow. with him and Johnny Depp and she was like I want to marry one of them and what was crazy is not only was she taking all this footage but she was saving even her voicemails. So, you know, you they play voicemails from all these people. Hey, Soleil, it's Charlie, whatever. Oh so my crazy. god. This is good. Yeah, and I mean, you're a kid of the the 90s like you'll oh, just like, love it. And I've been like following all those accounts recently because you know we like the little nostalgia stuff. Love. So I've what been following. What ones are you? Those. Your nineties. Uh, yes, and then th- thirty as fuck. I think thirty AF. <laughs> Do you know that one? No. Oh, that one's good. Because I'm forty AF. Oh, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but you would appreciate this. Thirty AF is. I think it's what it's called. But like when you see that old stuff, what does it make you feel? Comfort uh, or just comfort, but also like a little bit of a little bit of lightness to the present situation. Really, Be- and and 
because I remember, for example, like I saw there's one that I follow that will show um, like pages of Delia's magazine. Oh, and yeah, yeah, I yeah. remember looking at that magazine and like my mom never ordered like maybe like one or two times I got stuff on there. Mostly because I had – and we talked about this when I was in Costa Rica. I had a very difficult time – shopping in stores i would did not fit into anything i didn't fit into the normal sizes the standard sizes and like like i was right on yeah and i was like i didn't fit into one through 13 or 15 they didn't and so i was like uh it was just a a difficult shopping experience and so i my mom was like you should not order from there and so it became like this mysterious thing that i wanted so bad and like i it it was very serious to me of like like looking through the delia's magazine and like wishing i i had that and wanted to be that and now i look back on that with (laughs) and i'm like this You said this is what you're getting open which kind of makes me think that like anything that i'm feeling like right now is like this you yeah. Like, well, for sure. You're fine. You're good. Well, on the other hand, a really good shopping experience is what you'll find when you go to Bloomscape to get plants. Oh my gosh, I love this. Are you going to stock your, your whole house? Oh, Suze, you yeah. said it. Yeah. I have, and you know what I have at my house? A hose hookup right on my patio that is right where I've I have never had that. It's, it's going to be, be the area scene. where I water my plants. Oh my god. <laughs> giving me all the plants i love i need coupon codes when you're i mean you know so much about plants and so does my husband but i'm still learning and i like how bloomscape has like has like a grow how team and they'll give you tips and tricks yes. you can even search by like sunlight you know not you can yeah you have to search by sunlight and they have so many options in each category. Yes, they have indoor stuff it. and outdoor too, which is really fun. It's a great time because it's springtime. You can get planting and it'll give you hope too. I mean, it's been a tough year. You need a little flower action. Yes, therapy, in your life. therapy people. Yeah, it is. It's such a convenient way to do it too. They send them right to your house. You can get young plants, accessories, tools, supplies, whatever you need. And they have, these are in the, uh, the bloom kits, you know, like the outdoor bloom kits. So it's like, you know, you get the plant, you get everything you need to make it lovely outside, and you can get 15% off plant orders of $100 or more yes. with promo code BRAINCANDYBLOOMSCAPE.com. That's 15% off plant orders of $100 or more at BLOOMSCAPE.com, promo code BRAINCANDY. Yeah, I'm writing that down for sure. Write it down and watch um, Kid 90. You will love it. And then mm. the other thing I watched, which you should definitely not watch probably, was the um, Allen versus Pharaoh, the Woody Allen Oh, I can't. Series. Nope, definitely no. not. Yeah. The yep. whole time I was watching it, I was like, Sarah definitely should not watch this. Yep. I know um, what I can and know what I can't watch. So, oh, yeah. God, I'm sick. You know why? I saw one photo, one f- or little clip. Oh, I can't even think about it in my mind of how he touches her around the waist. Yeah. And that is what has made me like, I'm like a hot, I'm like. Don't touch her like that. And when I see any, I see it out in real life. I'm like, oh, that don't do that. Like, oh, yeah. it gets me so angry. I know that touch. I want to yeah. rip their actual balls off. <laughs> I fantasize about that. Do you? Well, in that situation, and then yeah. like what? And then like, oh, I'll just like shove them down their throat and be like, eat that. Wow. And 
I say that, and, and like you know, because you have to like imagine that little little anger room inside you and get all that yeah. out because then it feels like you have some power in the situation that maybe you were not maybe were powerless in. So I, I mean, I tip my hat to Dylan, the the um, survivor, because mm-hmm. what what a brave person to. Mm-hmm. Um, continue telling this story, even though for decades people were like, "Yeah, but he's funny," and and you Ugh. probably and Mia was a woman scorned, so she probably told you to say that. Oh and God, um, it's all the standard stuff. That was really what I took away. I mean, the story itself is so interesting, but the bigger picture of this narrative of parental alienation that they do in courtrooms, where mm-hmm. you know you say, "Oh, the mom's just turning." The child against Mm -hmm. me. They said that to my mom, too. Right. It's just standard now. And they revealed where it came from, what book had started it, and how this person didn't even base it on a study or anything. It was just like this guy's feeling... Kind of like the um, what the the, the midlife crisis. We talked about that. It's just like this sounds right, so it must be. Oh my god! Uh, And so that's troubling. But I mean. That guy is a oh. freaking creep. I mean, even if the Dylan Farrow thing hadn't happened, Woody Allen is still a creep. And I can it, see it. He's obsessed with young girls in all of his movies. Oh, That's what they're all about is like some 60-year-old gross Oh, my God, Woody you're Allen so right. With a 17-year-old. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. And people just write what they know. And it's like this whole other thing that we often talk about where men get called geniuses yeah so easily and then it gives them license to do all sorts of things and but he's so smart and he's so funny who cares he's a creep who cares so gross and why do we keep oh god it just feels like a lot of people got their foot in the door early in a time where things were like, mm, we weren't as aware. Right, yes. And then we were, there we like grandfathered people in. Mm-hmm. And I'm sick of that. Because that now so what I'm thinking is, how fucking good are Woody Allen movies anyway? <laughs> and aren't there some <laughs> other voices that we should hear? Mm-hmm. Because like, I've heard, like, I, I mean, uh, uh, who the heck? What's his name? Who wrote Get Out? Jordan Peele? No. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Right. Everything he has done mm-hmm. is so like, and you, I can you. I mean, like name any, you know, like black writer or any person of color woman, you know. And it's like, yeah, we're like taking away the opportunity from people who have strong voices and who are are representing so much more and then these people who we've grandfathered in and then we just keep letting tell their stories because they're these quote unquote geniuses like when it's like he did he a did, funny movie back in the 70s who cares what's the thing he did 74 movies in 48 years it's like that's enough Done. we've heard Bye. enough Thank of you. your point of view sir yeah Thank we're you. good yes yeah why are we letting this guy talk still i'm done bye Right. I mean, of course, don't let us keep talking. I mean, f- 500 <laughs> yeah, and don't, five this is like, uh, <laughs> this is different. We're women. I'll give the microphone to us. But. That's the one thing I wanted to tell you. Like I was comparing the comments beneath your 500 episode picture compared to the ones under mine. Uh, oh, so yours are like, congratulations, get it, girl, whatever. Under mine, one of them said, what's the show called? Pickled livers. 
And Pickle one of them the, uh, said, "What the fuck?" I know. And I was like, "Wait, I don't get it." And then one said, "Where's the diversity?" And I was oh. like, "Do you mean between me and Sarah? Well, she's queer. Does that count?" <laughs> I didn't yeah. say that, but I just oh. thought that's a really weird thing to write under that picture. Where's the diversity? Oh, In yeah, two no, people? that's mean. That's well, yeah, and we, I they like to think that we in within our show, we don't have to argue about this, this no, or, or but, defend ourselves uh, here. I'm sorry just, you got that. Yeah, why I don't do you guys get in say the nice middle. things under mine, please? Do you? Uh, I'm sure there were nice things too, like two. <laughs> What? Well, it's, I mean, mine was me in a bikini, so that also is <laughs> oh like, God. come on. I need more yeah, skin. Man. It's just That's cold it. here. I don't I'm know. like, it's thirst. Tra- like, I was just like, you know, like, like clickbaiting. Like, what are you, like, like, you know. You should try that again. That really I was selling work. my body, Susie, for <laughs> likes and nice comments. You can't no, say something I mean under my you. bikini pic. Well, actually, you can. Can you please not, though? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yes, you're right, though. The stories of other voices, yeah. it's their turn. Shut up, Woody. You're 85. You're disgusting. And stop uh, lusting after children, please. Ew, he's 85? Yes. Oh, yeah, he's going to, he, he can, we're Time's ready up. for him to, yeah. Bye. 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 Okay, Ugh. so I did, I do recommend the series to other people if it's not triggering for you because it is uh, fascinating and it's a good way to look at the bigger picture of abuse and secrecy and celebrity and male, female, blah, blah, blah. I will say if you can handle that and if you don't feel so triggered or if you yeah. feel like sometimes you are – if you are a survivor and you have those feelings of doubt of that we all do – myself included of did i make that up did i did my mom just say those things then sometimes seeing that and hearing that from other people who are like nope this 100 percent happened is very validating because mm-hmm. i find that when it's when you said that i was like oh i was having that thought the other day and then i jumped in with my awareness and was like nope that would be classic that is classic that what you're feeling right now of course that's that here's the facts well, and to me, that's why so Dylan never the, stops. The Dylan story to me is credible. I do believe her, all of that stuff. But like I said, even if that were not part of this story, he has demonstrated who he is in other ways, like marrying and being right. with Sun Yi and all of the other things he's created with his art that are questionable. So oh put it all together, and I think we have our answer. Right. Um, if it walks like a duck yeah. and quacks like a duck mm-hmm. and swims in water and sleeps with young children, it's a duck that's a pedophile. <laughs> it's a pedophile duck. Even like on, he did a 60 minutes interview back when these allegations came out in 92 or whatever. And in it, he said, this is ridiculous. I'm a 57 year old man. If I... Why would I decide now to become a, a, a molester? If I wanted to be, there were plenty no. of opportunities for me that's, to have done that. Oh, right? That might as well be a confession is yeah, what I hear. Who says that? Oh, my God. Pedophiles. Right. They all say the same thing. It's so obvious. Right. That's the thing. I'm yelling. You're going to have to adjust that. Sorry, guys. Sorry, Colin. Well, another thing that's obvious is that you need a nice cozy bed to sleep in. 
Oh, you yes. need fresh sheets. You need a great comforter, which is probably oh, looking crappy I need right these. Now. I, I haven't. Oh my God. This is me. I need, I need this code. I need everything. I'm getting a new set. I have to have a new set of sheets. I haven't even unpacked my bed yet. It's in storage. So I don't know whether it's because people are starting to go what out more and, get? you know, get the vaccine and stuff like that. I, but I think they're starting to look at their house and think, oh crap, it's disgusting now. Cause I've been in it 365 days, yes, whatever. It's crusty. Yeah. So get a fresh start. It's a good time. It's spring. Nice time to do that. You can get high-quality bedding from Brooklinen, and you can get them at a fair price because there's no middleman, there's no markup, and it's the best bedding and towels and things yeah, period. as well period, period. that you can find <clears throat> and such a great price. So treat yourself to ultimate comfort with Brooklinen's Comforter Collection. Go to brooklinen.com and use promo code BRAINCANDY to get $25 off with a minimum purchase of $100. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. Enter promo code BRAINCANDY for $25 off with a minimum purchase of $100. That's brooklinen.com, promo code BRAINCANDY. Mm-hmm. Okay, next up, um, I read this great article in Vox about something I had never thought of, which is that if you think about your cell phone, you know, it can see, you know, there's a lens on it and it can hear you. I I know. (laughs) We know all too well. Yeah. Uh, But it can't smell. And they're trying to teach phones how to be able to smell now. Well... I shouldn't say no so fast because if it can be able to pick up, because in the same way it sees better than the human eye, Mm -hmm. if it can smell better than the human nose, it can detect those things like Parkinson's. Exactly. And we love this. This is great for disease detection. Yep. Bring it on. And then I was just intrigued. (gasps) Oh my God. This is so, my mind goes to a million places. You can probably breathe into it. And it would be able to diagnose like something that was in your saliva and like, oh my God. Maybe it would tell you if you can drive, if you've been drinking or. Yep, it it could. There's so many things for it. Wow. I I need to be an early investor in this. What does that mean? Like, what do you mean that it can smell? And then I felt like it got clearer to me because they said that even though scientists kind of are baffled by how we even smell and it's sort of a mystery in a lot of ways to scientists, they can mm-hmm. still create a thing that can detect molecules mm-hmm. in the same way that your carbon monoxide detector can smell. Yes, yes, that odor, which I never thought about, like the fact that that is a smelling device. I never even thought about it like that, too. Right? That is so. That makes it adorable. <laughs> <laughs> right. Do- do you remember the smoke alarm commercial from the 90s that was Gilbert Godfrey? who was like, yes, <laughs> kids, yes. you need to change your ba- I can't do a Gilbert Godfrey impression, but change your batteries or whatever. And like, oh my God, right. I see it. Like there. Put a little mouth on it. Things in our house that actually smell and I never realized that that's amazing. You know, this is, okay, this is really cool, Suze, because- this we've talked about on this podcast how the pandemic made us uh, covid made us explore scent and smell in a new way yeah and if if we haven't even been looking at that as something that is a i don't know really helpful tool in a million different ways yeah there it we just like birthed a whole new branch of 
like medical and like technology and like the the link between and like all the and the connection between the two of them and like it really makes my mind think like this is this is going to change a lot i think this new focus on smell because it really does all we're doing is we're creating a sensor that's something that reads those molecules really simple and when you can have a database for what all those molecules are you can detect the same way they detected the mold in the air in my apartment. And then we're able to diagnose Ren with a sinus infection that's been mm-hmm. going on. Like, you know, this, is, this has been there. And we're just like, oh, my gosh, this is really cool. I love it. I love Science! it, Science! Woo! Look, I'm sure just like any technology, there are going to be things that could be problematic. Like they thought they said... In the same way that we think our phones listen to us, if our phone knows what we smell like, then it might start advertising who knows what to help us with whatever smells we might be emitting. Or I think bad because, you know, fear and those things have a different kind of scent smell. So if then they took advantage of that when you were in a weakened emotional state and advertised to you with stuff that maybe helped you in that moment, that's not fair. Yeah, or caught you at a vulnerable whatever. Yeah, you're basically being manipulated by advertising and and being like pushed in little, I don't like that. That's why it's like we need regulation so that we can use these things for good, not evil. Are, are the are the regulating people aware of this or listening to our podcast? You know what? I don't think they are. I, oh. Can you guys tell them? <laughs> or, can you guys tell them? <laughs> right? I don't know any of these regulating people. I mean, truly, we need to keep certain people in uh, in office in power because we mm. need checks and balances. But yes, we do. I get oh excited God, when science does cool stuff that I don't understand. Yes. So three cheers for science. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Next up, I saw these pictures from a creepy clown motel, and oh, I know, have you I know seen this motel. Uh huh. Okay, I know you don't have like a phobia of clowns. Uh uh-uh. uh, it's creepy as fuck, Sus. Would you stay there though? Is what I want. Fuck no. What? <laughs> Art? No, 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 no. It's it's like my mom said. The vibe, the energy gets – so a bunch of people who are freaked out there, I will go there and feel freaked out even if I'm not freaked out of clowns because it's like feels – it feels like – and if you guys have not, you know, gone to our Patreon and seen my mom give Susie the full-blown psychic – which I guarantee she remembers none of what she said because that's what happens when you'll – I mean, she says that on there too. But you should definitely check that out because it's like – it's fascinating and I learned a bunch and I was like, huh. Yeah, because she talks a lot about that idea of energy and how, you know, if something bad happens, that that can affect the space. Yes. And I kind of believe that. I'm not really a skeptic about that because everyone's had the experience of when someone walks into a room and it can either, like, make it feel really dark or light up the room. So, you know, that's energy, man. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, okay, so the Creepy Clown Motel in Nevada... (laughs) they they advertise it as like each room has two or three clown paintings and mm, that's, that's like two one or of three too many <laughs> and then but what it says like we do our best to you know meet your needs but what happens after dark we can't control it's out of our <laughs> hands they said <laughs> like what the hell happens do you think they have clowns like on duty 
No. Oh. Clown employees? No. That, they just say that. To be funny. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think most Kinda of the like, people that like, stay there are just like families that think it's funny or what? Who do you think the clientele no, is? No. It's the same people that tour. Oh, you know what it is? The p- same people who tour the spam Museum of Spam. Right, Iro- ironic seekers. people, yeah, and novel- novelty seekers, and maybe the occasional family who's like, "This looks fun," and they're yeah. like the family who, if you if you were like, "Hey, um, like, if you made a pop culture reference, they wouldn't know what it is because maybe they don't have a television." <laughs> right, like they don't get. They're not in on the joke. They're on there. Their- that's. On their Instagram page, though, like the people that stay there seem to be having a great time. Yeah. For the record, I love spam. Yeah, I was going to say, where is this museum? I think there is like a museum of spam somewhere. And we like, should go. go there. I, well, we, that would be like fun. I'm into it. I'm into all weird kitsch museums. Me too. Yeah. Way more than also regular museums because that's just like the colonizers like taking art. Oh, and, like, wow. You know, You've turned against the museumification art. against, well, not all of them, but the museums, some of the museums that absolutely have like just like artifacts with they're like, oh, look at this. And it's just like, that is something I meant to talk about. We, I will talk about that in an upcoming episode. I have all the notes for that and never, ever went down that road. Talk about the museumification. Museumification. I can never say that word or whatever it is of things. Yeah, I put a follow a lot of museums on Instagram, and I do notice that there's more talk about how they're trying to grow their collections to include more female and mm-hmm. minority artists, but mm-hmm. it does feel like it's taking a while. Yeah. And I even guess because like they're the, so expensive, yeah. but... Yeah. they like, where does the stuff come from that are in the antique collections? What's the how answer? Do they, not good stuff. Like, like pillaging? Conquer, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah so. that's all bad news bears. Bad well, news bears. what's good news, though, is that you can stay hydrated through the good work that Liquid mm. IV is doing. I am obsessed with Liquid IV. It's I know. So is your husband and your child. True. And your best friend. That's we, me. We did, <laughs> we did have an incident the other day where Ethel the cat knocked oh, over an entire Ethel. glass of it, and that does get a little sticky on your floor it it does (laughs) but in your body it serves to hydrate you at two to three times the amount of regular water comes Mm. in a little packet you just pour it in we love the acai berry but they have tons of great flavors including apple pie come on i love that i need to try that you can definitely trick oh you know how kids are like i want some apple juice here you go yeah (laughs) Glad you asked. Glad you asked. And it contains essential vitamins. It's just great when you travel, keep it in your purse, give it to your kids, all that stuff. It is so great. Grab your Liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco, or you can get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code CANDY at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order when you get better hydration today using promo code CANDY at liquidiv.com. Yes. We love that. Okay. Next up on the list. Oh, this is a tearjerker. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Okay, I'm ready. Sarah, <laughs> get your Kleenex. Okay, this okay. was um, about birds in Australia that are endangered, and mm. they... <laughs> I don't know how to Marty say said. this. They do not have mentors to teach them how to do the bird song, and so oh. they can't find mates because they don't know how to sing the song. Oh, Sarah, come on. That's 
That's so that sad. That is sad. I mean, oh gosh, they have a song in their heart, but yes, they, they don't do. know how to sing it. So they keep trying to copy like the other birds in the area, but oh, it's not the right song. God. <laughs> <laughs> that is. <gasps> They, we need to send in mentors. Right. Get recordings. I know what they could do. Right. Take past recordings. Play past recordings. That's Are they doing what this? I thought. Why isn't anyone? Why playing isn't anybody this doing this? Now we need the bird people to be listening to the show too. <laughs> yes. Can you guys let them know? <gasps> let the, them know. <laughs> let the birders know that we have a solution. Are we serious? Nobody's thought of this. There's got to be a, I would a more think complicated. They did, but they didn't include it in the article. Sorry, I just ate a grape. But it says that it reminded this person that wrote the article that like humans, the loss of cultural identity can have far-ranging effects on your ability to persist. Oh, so it's a true. reminder to savor and cherish your cultural identity because it, it matters yes, and it's good and for you. and find a mentor who can teach you that. Exactly. So we can learn something from these poor-ass birds. This is why we have to respect our elders and listen to grandparents and not just like, you know, shove them in homes and not talk to them. Sarah. What? I'm not the first one to say that. Okay, but here's the thing with that. I agree with you. This is going to be Susie's unpopular opinion. You're dying to go to one of those homes or what? No, no, no. I just wish that like, you know how there's cognitive decline as we age. I think it's from like 35 on where we're just becoming worse. And I wish that weren't true because Yeah, but look at all those blue zone places. Look at all those places where- they're thriving, but they're still like losing their marbles. I know, but we just have to- No, they're not. (laughs) That's the whole point. They're not. They suffer cognitive decline as all humans do. Well, they do, but like not at the, yeah. And like, and, and not in the (laughs) same way. And and it's the same thing of like, um, if you put, I know, I know they have, if you take two people, one, you put in, one, you isolate and one, you put in a group of five and you like have them be friends for like their whole life and, and all support each other like right. they do I'm in sorry. Japan when they get those friends who are assigned at birth. There's no way that though, like, even if that, that I, this is, I'm not making this up. This is fact. I'm sorry. I offended you. No, you, it's well, maybe a little. Not offended me, just um, I wanted I, I you got me wanting to ease your anxiety about oh, yeah, right. I'm just projecting. your future. <laughs> you are okay. I will be your friend forever. <laughs> I do. I do take comfort knowing that like we started a pretty good level. You and I, yeah. yeah. So like, even when we become dum dums, it's still like all right. right. We'll be fine. We'll be like, we'll be, uh, we will have then matched the 12 piece puzzles. <laughs> we'll be like, right. we've maybe lost a few pieces along the way. <laughs> you can't really tell what the image is, but. And they hey. seem way happier, the 12 piece right. puzzle people. You're right. You're right. I should look forward to analogy. There we go. See? Yes, I'm on fine. Okay. Less pressure. And the best thing is you won't even care. But you won't even have that problem. You're fine, Suze. Thank you, Sarah. Okay. Yeah. Um, next up, 
I wanted to ask you about this because it was about tattoo ink in Europe. You know how in Europe and the U.S. there's different regulations? Yes, so like I with- do because I have birds that are one color <gasps> from the England and are not orange at all. And then I have flames that are still really orange. And I think that somewhere they read that they use some pigment is mm. not as different. There's definitely that. I don't know which one's better or worse, but well, because yes. and even with food, like their mac and their craft mac and cheese has different ingredients than ours because they're not allowed Ugh. to use those colors or whatever. Yeah, and so there are different regulations. But with tattoo ink in the U.S., at least, it is just the wild west. You know, people oh, are just God. putting crap in there, and doing- that's probably why it's still orange. <laughs> I wonder though why. You guys, tattoo enthusiasts, don't aren't concerned about that. Well, now I am. And Susie, <laughs> it's really funny that you say this Stop. because I was a guest on a podcast this morning and was chatting about she was asking if I had any like adulting regret like adulting yeah. like uh, like regrets kind of things. Mm-hmm. And I do uh, have a few tattoos that I will say to the, at, now at my age I will say, yeah, that was I don't regret being tattooed. But I do have some that I regret. And the now looking back at the pro, there's a lot of that whole tattoo experience where I'm like, well, that wasn't safe. What you mean at the parlors or whatever they're called? The, everything above, like at the whether it was, um, you know, it was definitely not like I was like, uh, every time I went, how about this? Every time that I went to a actual tattoo parlor and it was very clean and safe and wonderful experience. The time mm. when I was underage and getting tattooed in some dude's garage in Venice, mm. not so much. What? So, no, I wasn't so concerned about what was in the ink when I was getting a tattoo in a dude's garage at 15 in Venice. Sarah Louise. I know. I know. I oh. don't approve of my behavior either. Yeah, I'm disappointed in you. I'm not mad, but I am disappointed in you. Suze, I know. <laughs> like, I know. I see what you're saying. It's like the worst thing I did when I was younger. When they it's look beautiful. Bad, whatever. Well, this one was just a skull and crossbones that I drew on a napkin at oh lunch that God. afternoon. And I was like, this look good? Yeah. That's it. Is it the case usually, though, that they want to draw their own? so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> it should be. If they're good, this was like early. Yeah. St- oh God, Sarah! I I think I should all always <sighs> when we talk about tattoos, I should always bring up the tattoo my dad gave himself, <laughs> because it deserves repeating. Which is yes. that my dad <laughs> gave himself a tattoo, not unlike a, a criminal uh, <laughs> would do in prison, and he decided <sighs> to give himself his own name. Which is a special level of narcissism that you would have to give your own name on your body. And then, you know, he wasn't very good. So it looked like it said P-A-L-L-L instead of P-A-U-L. And so then we just called him pal forever. Oh, my God. I love it so much. But I the end, how that story ends is better. That's oh not the actual God, end of the story. Right, Susie, then, this is the best part because I, I, I get to think of this story every time I – this. so there you go. You're right. Okay. So then he, he said he hated the tattoo all of his life because he did it when he was like 13. And uh, he decided a better option <laughs> would be to get a limousine tattooed on his arm over his name. 
and because he was a limo driver. <laughs> it makes and, me think, how long was that le- the end of that letter L? Maybe he just meant to get like a well, sedan. Well, he always jokes that about that, how he was going to work oh out, God. and then it was going to be a stretch limo. Oh, God, that's funny. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Any hoodles. Um, Do you have a photo of it? I'm going to find one because you have to yeah. see it. Come on. Every time I pass a limo, I get to relive that. And so, or like that story in my mind. So I, I get, I giggle about that all the time. My dad kind of felt like driving the limo was the same as riding in it. Like he thought he was special and like a VIP, even though he was just the hired help. But bless uh, him. Yeah. And the limo was well done, I will say. Yeah. It wasn't ugly. Okay. Anyway, so it is weird though that like the FDA will regulate you know, you have to say what ingredients are in your cornflakes, but they're right. not saying you have to say what's in this ink that we're shooting into our body. That's crazy. That freaks me out. Right. Well, the uh. point is that in Europe, they're banning these two colors, green, certain green and certain blue, and the, oh. the, the artists are mad about it. And Well, d- freaking deal with it. Yeah, it's sort of like if they're worried it might cause cancer or cause allergies or, you know, a, a reaction, mm-hmm. then move on. Use a different yeah, color. Yeah, we'll, co- we'll find a workaround. Yeah, there's other blues and greens. Yeah. Try aquamarine. Uh, but what has a lot of different colors mm-hmm. is the Rothy's shoe collection. Oh, and always coming out with fun new ones. And bags. I haven't even seen the bags yet. Oh, you should check I don't want to spend money. But right. luckily, well, this is we are good. And they are carefully crafted with eco-friendly materials. Like you guys already know, they're repurposed plastic water bottles. But they're super chic and lovely. So don't think like, oh, great. This is hippity-dippity and, and not cute. They're super cute. So cute. The Meghan are- Markle wore them. So yes, yeah, she did. Good. Yes. I think hers was the point. Um, I love the loafers and I love the sneakers. They're so comfortable. Oh, you throw them in the I watch. just saw the bags. Oh, you the love? belt bag. I need that. The <laughs> I knew you'd love them. Oh my God. I love it. Okay. I want that belt bag. Oh, I tons love the belt of bag. colors, tons of prints and patterns. They're always updating too. So if you haven't checked them out in a while, see what they have going on. Uh, refinery 29 called them equal parts, comfortable and chic. And I would agree. Check out yes. all the amazing shoes, bags, and masks available right now at rothys.com slash brain candy. That's rothys.com. R O T H Y S.com slash brain candy style and sustainability meet to create your new favorites. Head to rothys.com slash brain candy today. I love a um, sustainable company. Ooh, yes. And they have organizers. Yes. Look at that. Now I'm just shopping. I better get back to the show. Focus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, however, I did, I got one of my first tattoos, like not the first, not the, uh, obviously Venice beach backyard one, but, um, <laughs> uh, I got another one done in England when I first moved there and this chick did not tell me until after the tattoo was done that it was her first tattoo ever <clears throat> on a human body. It sucked. That's I got duped. not okay. I, I then I ended up getting it covered up because it was so bad. But when did she tell you? Afterwards, like right afterwards, she said, "Oh, I'm just like apprenticing, and I've just been practicing on, you know, this." And like I should have known. It was like she didn't follow this. It was so bad. Like the ugh, what it was, was like it cherry of? stems? They were like oh. they were two cherries with like a banner with my family's initials in it, which is so mm. dumb oh for me. I do like your cherries though. Did you get different ones after? 
Did I? No. Do I? Have you have cherries on your body. I think I do. Oh my god, I have to check. <laughs> oh yeah, I do. Oh my god, I do. <laughs> I don't know what's on me. I don't ever look at it. It's so stupid. Sarah, I don't that's like. Interesting. I, mean, I have no idea what's on my arm. <laughs> what in the? That's funny though. Uh, how isn't that? You know, how we often talk about how the. Um, Native Americans didn't know the boat because they'd never seen a boat before. Yeah. This is sort of like that where it's like you see it so much that you're almost blind to it. Like your nose. Yes. Your nose is always in your vision, but you have your eyes just get used to it so you don't see it. But if you start to focus on it and say that it's in your vision, you'll be like, oh, fuck, I can't stop looking at my nose. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm doing this to you. I'm sorry. I apologize that I just did this to you. Yeah, hope you're now, not driving. all of our listeners are looking at the tip of their nose. Yeah. I can't stop doing it. I happen to have a nose ring, so it really makes it stand out. Oh, well, funny. So are the ones that I know, the cherry ones that I've seen, yes, different I see them ones? Now. Yes. <laughs> you got different cherries after that. Yeah. Look, it was a heavy rockabilly phase, Suze. No, I love it's them. Che- they are yes. great. Yeah, and flame. What the? I so many things. I'm like, what? Wow. I don't mind being tattooed, but these are definitely not the tattoos I would have. What would you get? At least for for most of them, probably or like um, I really like the yeah, and I would do black and white. Uh, Duh. Why do you say duh? Because it like matches everything I wear. I feel like I clash with everything. Oh my god. Yeah, I, I don't like wearing floral prints because it feels like, where does it stop and where That's does it again? That's interesting, right. Yeah, so you rarely find me in a floral print. <laughs> Keep that in mind, everybody. Yes. Uh, and my mom always tries to like, she's like, and bless her soul. And she like is so <laughs> sweet because she like picked out this really cute dress and I, she was like, oh my God, I think this looks so great on you. And I was like, it's so cute, but it's like too too little girly because I look like flowers and then, you know. Like yeah, the color. Uh huh. Yeah. So, what do you think looks it. best? I'm Just looking black. at my tattoos right now. I'm like, which ones do I like? Yeah, I like which the skull. Ones? I would keep. I like the waves. I'm keeping them. Fish, keeping them. Um, the ladies. That was me just trying to like say that I was queer without saying I was queer. Okay. I think I can now. I can just say that, you know, and mm-hmm. so be like, yeah, I, I like women. Uh, and then, uh, uh. Uh, yeah, rose is weak. Um, the the ohm symbol. I'll keep that one. I know you don't yeah. like the ones, the revolvers. No, bye. <laughs> no, and also I'm not a big fan. Of, well, I like the message, but um, I got some text on my back, and then I lost a bunch of weight, and now it all kind of like mushes together, and it you can only really read it when you like right. stretch out my back. <laughs> yeah, I have one. In my pelvis area, and it's like a teacup, and they had to slice right through that teacup to get Lincoln out. That is so funny. They were upset. I remember they were like really worried about doing a good job with the incision, which is nice. Why didn't they just go? They could not go around it. Oh, God. I'm thinking about you being cut open. Stop. Stop. I'm going to pass out. Ah, my best friend. Her guts stop. on the table. Oh, God. It I'm was so fine. Glad. Don't worry. You survived. Oh, I survived, you guys. <laughs> <sighs> okay, Thank God. let's right. change the subj. Um, subj. Let's talk <laughs> about funny. how another animal thing, which is that the they were talking in this article. Let's see, where did I find this? The New Yorker. And it was about how animal population cycles vary by species. So like, I don't really know what that means, but I guess they, they started talking about rabbits and how you get a ton of rabbits and then you have like 
almost no oh, rabbits, yeah. and then it goes right. in cycles. And then it corrects themselves. Yeah, it's yes. like a, a self-correcting system. Exactly. That makes sense. If it yes. goes too far in one direction, it's like, whoa. Yep, and I would imagine that there's a bigger swing for ones that produce more offspring. Right, yeah. That's, I think, why they started with them, because everyone knows the fertility situation. Like, <laughs> yeah, it can go the other direction for too long, but then that throws everything else off. Snakes, mm-mm-mm. Yeah. yeah, so they were describing how cicadas, which I don't, remember ever seeing them in LA, but they come here periodically and how these... The bug? Yeah. Are they in Oh, LA? this is... I don't no, remember. No, but this is very appropriate because I happen to have... I have a picture of one that was dead on my porch when I was in Co- Costa Rica or just caught it in the video and now I will post that photo. Oh, there you go. See, content. Yes. We're living yes. the dream But here. I always called them cicadas. Oh, okay. Cicadas. Oh, cicadas is sound more fun. I don't know. I ha- this happens to me a lot where... I read constantly, so I know the word, but sometimes uh-huh. I'll think I don't know how to say it. So you're yeah. probably right, cicada. Okay, so anyway. Oh, it is an S. Yeah. Okay. No, it's a Never C. Mind. It's a C. Yeah. Cicada, cicada. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, now I don't know. Yes. It's one Wait, of those. No, oh my God, it's like no, binoculars. Don't, don't. Yeah. Bin- <laughs> binoculars. <laughs> That's my favorite thing that you do. Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay, okay, okay. So anyway. They evidently have a really cool cycle that I like mm. to imagine happened miraculously, but really it's just, you know, Darwin's theory of evolution, which mm-hmm. is that... They also are, miraculous in and of itself. So. True. And they tend to show up, certain v- varieties tend to only show up in prime number years. Oh! <gasps> cool. Oh, I got goosebumps <laughs> all over my body! That is some cool ass shit. Don't you love it when it's like, oh, that, that's Susie. like math and the universe and music. It all like, Susie. it's magic. It's so like, isn't that fucking cool? Yes. And they- uh, you, Susie, coming hard with the articles and the facts. <laughs> oh, and I'm sitting here talking about guys laying out in bean dip. People I got to step that. my game up. People prefer no. bean dip. No, this is blowing. Your co-host doesn't. So this is blowing <laughs> my mind. Be- oh, my God. It's like, how, like the, it reminds me of the grasshoppers, how you can like do the math and find out the temperature. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what? that, but it's hilarious. Oh, no. If you count, it's something about the chirps per minute. Oh, I the remember you The certain number of chirps that. can yes. tell you the temperature. How cool is that? What the... Oh, my God. We, we, we don't know shit. We don't know shit. And we can't do it. Can you do... Can you chirp the temperature? I yeah, can't. You probably so don't what even do we, know what, what a prime do? number is. Golly. Barely. Right. <laughs> so... Yes. Oh my God, that's so cool. They were saying that what's really, really cool about it is that part of the reason this happens or likely the reason it happens is because let's say, I don't know what eats a cicada, but whatever that is, if their life cycle or their um, population cycle is every five years, then Mm -hmm. they won't get to eat the cicadas because the years have to line up. So like uh-huh. the cicadas are avoiding their predators by doing this. Oh my gosh. It's so cool. Nature is so cool. I feel like it's, could it be a bird? What? Oh yeah, the, probably. The, it seems like birds would eat that. 
I'm just trying to think. They're like flying around. And when they're there, they're everywhere. Yeah, and they're gross and crunchy. Ugh! And then they like po- – stop. <laughs> Sorry. They dive bomb into you. Yeah. I hate that. When they just like run into your head. I don't love <sighs> Those it. Those things. I don't love it either. I do love the noise though. Remember when we were in Nashville <gasps> at Dolly's – Dolly's like I cabins? remember being there, yeah. yeah oh, and we the heard sound. all the cicadas. Yes, that's true. It was pretty cool. Noise. Like as soon as it got a certain level of darkness, it was like maybe a maybe it, it feels it feels it's like more exciting for me because I don't yeah. have that. I did not grow up with that. You're like, yeah, what? Okay, yeah, well, I just and didn't know. It, what to made me, it's it like so yeah. romantic and wonderful, and like like I just imagine like like doing exactly what we did, sitting on a porch in a rocking chair. Right. It was so cool. We literally did that. Oh god, that was so fun. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Yeah. So this, let me give you an example of the math. If a cicada emerges every 17 years and has a predator with a five-year life cycle, they'll only Mm. face a peak predator population once every 85 years. So they have an enormous advantage. Yeah. So there you go. Next time you see one, it's you it's just I just like imagine I like anthropomorphizing anything. So like I imagine like the process of learning it, where they were like peeking out of their little, and they were like, huh? "Nope, not this year, guys. Mark it, mark it on the calendar. Don't go out there." Um, like emerge. <laughs> right. It's like a war. They come back and like four of them are like crawling across the finish line. They're like, ah, "Cross and out." Now you're imagining them like talking to carbon monoxide detectors that can <laughs> smell. <laughs> So you're like, that oh, makes them gosh. adorable. Yes. So oh, that's, that's fun. Funny. Little fun fact, fact for you. Um, okay. There was an, uh, let's just stay on the animal theme. There was an article yeah, in yeah. NPR that was uh, saying how goats and people make up their minds. So it was using goats as a way to illustrate how we too decide to do Are. something. And because they observed, I don't know what you, the collective noun for a group of, Goats is what is it herd? Probably something really funny. <laughs> I'm gonna have to look up this. They're all great. It's gonna be something it's like, like a hungry. A, 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 yes, it, I was gonna say that collective noun for goats. Okay. Oh, a tribe. Oh, okay. A tribe of goats. A tribe. They observed them, and they were hypothesizing that there's like a dominant goat, and then. Once that goat decides to move to the next location, then uh, everybody follows. Uh, but they found that that is not true. And oh. they they said it was similar to humans where it doesn't actually have to be a dominant goat. That it's just like anybody that makes the move, then everybody else just follows. Which oh, I so do see with like, humans. Yes. <sighs> I was just having this conversation with somebody. And I, I referenced you and the thing that happened with the tsunami warning in Hawaii. Yes. Because if and any how, one of us uh, had uh, right. run, then maybe everybody would end up running. It wouldn't have to be the one we deemed most no. dominant because we didn't do that. 
Because you assume maybe they have more information than you. Yes. Interesting. But it also kind of just, to me, illustrated how stupid humans can be sometimes. Mm Mm-hmm. And I guess it's a function, though, of the fact that we are kind of meant to travel in groups. I almost see it as we're designed to trust people. That's nice. But that sounds terrible. Like, we have to... Yeah, but like it, it goes both ways. Like if you if this is like the times, if you didn't trust somebody, mm-hmm. it would be more dangerous for your survival. Which is be, why because like we're part of a group, right? So like we have, you have to an trust advantage people. if you're trusting. Yes, you have an advantage if you're trusting, and you have a disadvantage if you are, are skeptic. Skeptic. So it would make sense that maybe the flip side of the coin is you're too trusting in situations where maybe you should be a little more skeptical like hmm who's who's doing the because we can't take time to make that decision or brain can't maybe in the split second oh gotta get out of here follow that one right i am totally making it like i i this is just my again Sarah like has a theory. what do i know but <laughs> i like well, thinking we it's about this trust. show what do we know what do i know I bet that's taken. So brain candy's perfect. That's a good name though. Somebody should do that. Okay. Yes. Anyway, let's wind it down. Yeah. Ah. Oh, learned let's about talk- some goats. We did. And humans. <laughs> we did. Just now. We oh. <laughs> just learned that. We learned about nostalgia and how, you oh. know, the nineties were fun, but sometimes we effed up. And Susie, don't worry about aging in your brain. Oh, I'm worried. You're okay. It will all be fine. And so... Here's what I want to know, though. How old do you think you're going to live till? Like 86 sounds about right. Or 92. Somewhere between there. 86 or 92 sounds about right to me. I think I just said 86 because that's the year I was born. Oh, but, that um, makes sense. But that and just like slipped out of my mouth like that. But I think maybe 92 sounds about right for me, too. Okay. I don't know. Probably like right around. What do you think for you? I definitely know I'm going to live to be old. I'm going to go with that, too. I know I've had that feeling like, like, oh no, I'm not going anywhere. Cause I'm going to be like the, I'm going to be like my grandma. I'm going to be like the old lady who's got a lot to say. And yeah, and, I want to be like, you're not getting rid of me that easy. Yeah. See, and you're going to be my best friend. So we're just going to be like old and like that. That's what I'm thinking together. You're fine. You got like, come on, but we'll be, senile. we're going to have like, we're like going to have little kid energy. No, we're not. We're just going to be <laughs> kooky <laughs> and wacky. <laughs> It'll be fine. I like uh, to upset you. Okay, we also learned that they're teaching our phones to smell, which is fun. Oh, yes. Smell. So cool. And Sarah and I are going to go to the Spam Museum, but not the Uh Creepy Clown (laughs) Motel. Not the Creepy Clown Motel. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. We learned I love our wind downs. You give me, yeah, you give me a wind down and a refresher course more. I'm like, what did we talk about? (laughs) I love it. Uh, well, and some people skip the wind down and I feel like they're missing out because we always add a little bit of new stuff in there. We do sometimes throw in the new things. Yep. And then maybe we like, yeah, start talking about yeah. a whole new subject. I like altogether. to reward the people that stick around. But also like sometimes I don't like to finish the very last few pages of a book because I like don't want it to end. Mm-hmm. So maybe people have mm-hmm. that feeling, but don't worry. Cause we'll be back for episode 505. Yeah. Again, you can't get rid of us that easily. Nope. Nope. Definitely not. But um, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash brain candy, and check out our merch and join our book club and all that jazz. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And we love you. We love you. See you next time.
Bye. Bye. I hope you enjoyed that show. You got this far, so you must be a hardcore podcast fan. We'd love to invite you over to our podcast, Twinning at Life. We'll be gossiping about relationships. Yes, ours included. Bachelor chatter, pop culture, reality TV, and really a bunch of real life stuff. Come join us and have some fun. Just search Twinning at Life on your podcast app.